This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. All right, let's get this started. It is Monday, March 16th, 2020. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Last night at about 6.20 p.m., the Annapolis Police Department responded to the unit block of Ben's Drive in Annapolis. This is in the Annapolis Gardens subsidized housing complex for reports of shots fired and a possible shooting. When they got there, they discovered an adult male shooting victim laying on the grass between two apartment buildings, and he was pronounced dead at the scene. It's believed that the shooting occurred outside where the victim was found. A suspect was not located, and police are asking anybody that may have any information to give them a call at 410-260-3439. This is the first murder of the year for the city of Annapolis and also the first under new police chief, Ed Jackson. Right after the emergency council meeting on Friday for the city of Annapolis, Ward 5 Alderman Mark Rodriguez informed the council and the mayor that he is planning to quit. Rodriguez was elected in November of 2017, sworn in in December of 2017, and actually had missed the last six or seven of the standard council meetings, despite saying that he was going to be there. He said that he was too busy studying for the bar exam, but that he was adequately representing his constituents and did plan to remain in that position throughout his term. But apparently that's all changed as he has taken a position with a company in Oregon and will be moving out of the area. All right, let's talk a little bit. Well, let's talk a lot about COVID. I was hoping to be able to get away from this, but it doesn't look like it's going to happen anytime soon. Expect some big changes a little bit later on this week. The CDC last night did make a recommendation that everybody should cancel events for the next eight weeks if they have 50 or more people. I expect Governor Hogan to react to that as well as following suit on some of the moves that California, Illinois, Ohio, and Massachusetts have done as far as limiting the number of patrons into bars and restaurants. As far as the police go, Annapolis and Anne Arundel County have changed their policies a little bit, and they're asking people that in order to allow their officers to remain safe and maintain the proper social distancing, that if you have what would be considered a minor type of a call, to consider filing online for the county or on the phone with the Annapolis City Police Department. Minor calls would be like a destruction to a vehicle or property, identity theft, lost property, telephone misuse, trespassing, while it's not in progress, those types of things. Now, those are not an immediate response type of a, of a call. If you do have an emergency, you should always call 911. Officers are there. They are ready to respond. There has been no cutback on officers on the street. This is purely a way to make sure that the officers remain healthy and able to serve us. Over the weekend, Governor Hogan announced some additional changes, and he closed down the casinos in the state as well as off-track betting, as well as all of the racetracks. In addition, he did admonish local bars and restaurants that did have more than 250 people in them that they were indeed breaking the law and they are subject to prosecution. He alluded that the next step would be to issue an emergency order to close them down. County Executive Stuart Pittman has waived the admission fees to the county parks so you can get out there and enjoy the sunshine. I do recommend you do that. I did that this weekend. Good way to clear your head. The Maryland General Assembly is going to be adjourning on Wednesday earlier than they should have. They're going to come back again tentatively in the last week of May for a special session. 
This will leave a lot of bills up in the air. And yesterday we did speak with Senator Sarah Elfreth, who said that in the next days, that $750,000 pilot payment to the city of Annapolis should go through. The hate crimes bill should be passed. The abandoned boat bill should be passed. The resilience bill should be passed, as well as the Annapolis housing bill. Those all should pass. There was no word on the bill that was allowing the city to establish an authority to fund the construction of City Dock. A couple updates on some events that are coming up. The Annapolis Boat Shows has announced that they have put their two upcoming boat shows on hold, but they are still preparing to move forward if they are able to do it. We are still waiting on words from the Annapolis Film Festival. They are trying to organize something creative so people can still enjoy the films, but we are not sure exactly what that entails at this point, so you want to stay tuned either here or annapolisfilmfestival.org. If you didn't get a chance to, check out a bonus podcast that we did over the weekend. Just after County Executive's Town Hall on Saturday, we spoke with Dr. Nilesh Kayanaraman, and we asked him several of the concerns that we've heard over the last two days. We are going to be talking to him a little bit more, and we did speak to him before Governor Hogan had issued all of the sweeping school closures and event limits and cancellations and everything else. So you want to check out those. You want to make sure you stay tuned to them as well. And also, you want to stay tuned for a little bit of a I don't want to call it a rant, but a little bit of an editorial on this whole COVID, which is coming up a little bit later on in this daily news brief. All right, that does wrap it up for us for the news. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day because sure as hell it is going to change and we're going to have lots of new news for you to be up to speed on. If you're someplace you can give us a recommendation or a review, please do that as well. Let your friends and family know about us and hang tight. We've got George Young with your local DMV weather forecast. He's coming up. It is Monday, so we do have Ann Alsina with your Money Monday report. And again, as I mentioned, I do have a little bit of an editorial coming up as well. So that makes this a little bit of a long daily news brief. So let's get right into it after this word from Solar Energy Services. Hello, Marylanders. I'm Rick Peters, president of Solar Energy Services. Have you been thinking about solar for your home or business? If so, now's the time. The economics of solar are better than ever, and there's no better source than the trusted team at Solar Energy Services. We're the local experts with the best reviews in town. We've been around for 40-plus years, and we'll be here even longer to back up the generous warranties we offer. Let me put the solar economics in perspective. A typical residential solar investment in Maryland has an annual rate of return between 8 and 12%. And where can you get 10% annual returns for more than 25 years with very low risk? Not in savings, not even in stocks. So make your smartest investment ever by installing solar now and enjoy the satisfaction of doing your part for clean energy. Don't wait another minute. Sunshine's a wasted. Call today, 410-923-6090, or visit solarsaves.net. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Monday, March 16th. Not a bad weekend at all weather-wise for the Annapolis region. And today through Wednesday should all be fairly nice as well with dry skies expected today with highs 51 to 57. Ahead of some 60s tomorrow, though, there could be a few light showers overnight tonight into early Tuesday morning before sunshine and 55 to 60 again on Wednesday. Then comes the next real weather maker with rain expected overnight sometime Wednesday night into Thursday morning with showers lasting off and on throughout much of the day Thursday with the overall threat for showers even lingering through much of Friday as well as a frontal boundary lingers in the area 
with temps in the 60s Thursday followed by 70s Friday before 50s and sunshine return behind the front for the weekend. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there. Be safe and always stay weather informed by using our app, DCMDVA Weather, available in the Apple or Google App Store, or use our website at dmvweather.com or Facebook and Twitter, ending with DCMDVA Weather. This is TJ Smith. I'm running to be your mayor. I'm not a politician. I'm a lifelong public servant. And right now, in our city, there is no more urgent time to serve. We need to turn the page on corruption at City Hall that spanned a decade and be swift and bold in reducing crime and trauma. It's time we think different, Baltimore. We need to want more. We need to expect more. I'm T.J. Smith, and with your support, I know that we can be more. Paid for by friends of T.J. Smith, Carlton F. Senior Treasurer. Your money, managing and investing it can be confusing and sometimes scary. Here to help you put your financial picture into focus is Ann Alsina from Covington Alsina with your Monday Money Report. This is Ann Alsina of Covington Alsina with your Monday Money Report. Oh my, it sure seems like the zombie apocalypse is upon us. The market has officially entered bear territory, ending an unprecedented 11-year bull market. And if you wonder what bulls and bears have to do with things, remember that a bull's horns go up and a bear puts its head down to charge. So what do you do when the market is down over 20% in a very short period of time? I don't know your specific situation, but in general, the worst thing you can do is panic and sell. If you purchased a share of sock for $100 in January, and someone offered you 110 in February, and you didn't sell, you still own one share of stock, and you haven't actually made any money. If you remember our capital gains tax explanation, the $10 is an unrealized gain. So now, if someone is offering you $80 for that same share of stock and you sell, you've lost $20 from your original investment. But if you don't sell, you still have one share of stock. Those shares you own might be worth less if you sold them now, but history shows us that stock prices rebound and then grow again. For example, Black Monday in October 1987, the Dow dropped 22% in one day, the largest single-day drop in history. A year later, the market had fully recovered. After the 2008-09 financial crisis, the market was fully recovered in early 2012. As long as you don't sell, you still own a piece of each company you're invested in. If the value drops, you still own the part of the company. Do you think Amazon, Ford, or Procter & Gamble are going out of business? The value may drop temporarily, but the companies are still there, selling products and making money. I'll be the first to say things look scary. We're going to see the impact of these closures over the next few months ripple through the economy. Some small firms may close altogether. Think about travel agencies, event management firms. You'll see companies make less profit in the first six months of the year. For example, the company that sells paper products to stadiums, the trucking companies that deliver cargo from overseas, hotels. But once the virus is under control, those same companies will be selling products again. I'm concerned about the effect on workers without a safety net. If you don't have paid sick leave or the ability to telework or low-cost childcare, What do you do when your office shuts down for two weeks or your kid's school shuts down? If you're fortunate enough to have your head above water now, I will recommend three things. One, build your emergency savings. Think six months of living expenses. Two, if you have the ready cash, now is a great time to buy into the market. Everything is on sale. Three, talk with your financial advisor. Make sure your plan is built to withstand these downturns. This isn't the first and it won't be the last. Oh, and a fourth thing, wash your hands. 
There's a lot more information about the market on our website at www.covingtonalcina.com. Assuming we're not on lockdown, joining us at one of our upcoming events. We love to nod at you from six feet away. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through Great Valley Advisor Group, a registered investment advisor. Covington Alcina and Great Valley Advisor Group are separate entities from LPL Financial. All performance reference is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. The opinions voiced in this show are for general information only are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial advisor, or tax advisor prior to investing. And if you don't have a financial advisor, come talk to us. This is Ann Alcina with Covington Alcina. Here's to the teacher who spends her weekend helping children who need a little extra attention. To the soldier who missed the birth of his baby while serving overseas. To the EMT working full-time and taking night classes. To the police officers and firefighters working long hours away from their families to keep our families safe. Here's to you, our hometown heroes. I'm Alan Hyatt, Chairman and President of Severn Bank, and we know there are many heroes among us, men and women who serve without expecting anything in return, which is why we're honored to offer our Hometown Heroes program to educators, law enforcement officers, firefighters, first responders, health care workers, and military personnel. Whether you're opening a checking account or buying a new home, we're here to give back to you. Learn more about our Hometown Heroes program at SeverinBank.com. Severn Bank, here with you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. So many different stories in the news, and everyone has an opinion. Here's ours. I wanted to take a little bit of my editorial slash rant and rave time and talk about our community and COVID-19. Never in my wildest dreams did I ever envision the nation being essentially locked down due to a virus. I've had two conversations with Dr. Nilesh Kalanaraman, who is the county's health officer, and I will likely be having more with him. I encourage you to listen to them because he is a great resource and not a bullshitter. I can disagree with County Executive Pittman on some things, but for this pick, he got the right guy. As we all know, this is a very fluid situation, and by the time you're listening to this, anything that I mention is probably outdated. But what is certain is that we're operating under a new normal right now, and likely for an extended period. My personal takeaway from this is that if we want to avoid a total quarantine like we are seeing in Italy, we need to heed the experts' advice. Social distancing. This virus spreads quickly and undetected for a relatively long period. Keep your distance. The alternative looks bleak as far as I can see. Last night, the CDC issued a new recommendation that all events with 50 or more people be canceled for the next eight weeks. Think about that. California, Illinois, Ohio, and Massachusetts have all ordered bars and restaurants closed. Ireland has ordered all pubs and restaurants closed. Let that one sink in one day before St. Patrick's Day. What's next? Closing all non-essential businesses? It's a possibility. Rationing your time in the grocery store? It's happening in Italy. Complete quarantine? Well, that seems surreal to us and nearly impossible, but again, we only need to look to Italy. Let's be smart, people. Trust the real experts and not the ones that are emerging all over social media. Who knew that I had 900 epidemiologist friends? Heed the warnings, or we're going to be in a lot worse shape down the road. What can you do now? Get out. Parks are free in Anne Arundel County. 
County Executive Pittman waived the entrance fees. Bike the B&A Trail. I did that on Saturday. Spend time with your family and your loved ones. Shop responsibly. There is no way you can need that much toilet paper. And speaking of shopping, every local business, including mine, is pivoting right now, figuring out how to survive. For now, they're open. So when you're out, find ways to support them. If there is proper social distancing in there, shop there. If they offer curbside delivery or takeout, shop there. If they deliver, order from there. Check with these businesses. They are all making changes to how they do business during this period. If you don't need anything now and you're lucky enough to still be paid from your job, why not buy a gift card and return there later after this all blows over? All businesses will need the cash flow now. And let's be real, some are not going to survive this, which is a real horrible thought. So while we are able to, please, please support them. One of the things that I am doing is you want to check out ionanapolis.net in the coming days. I am putting together a new page which will have all sorts of local business resources, what they're doing, modified hours, and different information. I am not sure how it's going to look or work, but please look for it. It will be obvious right on the front page of ionanapolis.net. If you are a business and you want to be included, send me the details by email, not any other way, to covid at ionanapolis.net. That's where we're going to be looking for them. And tell us what you're doing. Does you have curbside pickup? Can you call ahead and order? Do you encourage people to go to your website to order? Whatever it may be, we want to help you out. And please, keep an ear out for future conversations with the experts and leaders as we all navigate this mess together. We are all neighbors. Look after those who are in one of the compromised groups. Offer to pick up something at the grocery store for your friend. When you're out, say hello. It goes a long way. Now is not the time to be divisive. Remember how the nation coalesced after 9-11? We are resilient and we will get through this. And it will hurt, but we must be smart and we must work together and listen to those who can and will guide us. And that's what I'm thinking today. Oh, and go wash your hands. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.